While the Monaco Weekly remains in lockdown, we're still keeping up with some of the world's top movers and shakers from across the arts and culture. This week, Monaco's own Fernando Augusto Pacheco caught up with none other than France's former first lady herself. That's right, he spoke to Carla Bruni. Fernando, what the heck? Yes, uh, and I have to say, Og, she was super friendly and she knew that I was Brazilian from the first time we started the interview because she has, of course, a connection uh, with Brazil. Her father lives in Sao Paulo. And you know what? You know, she, she, you know, you know, even before she met Sarkozy, she was quite already a very famous singer and before that, a famous top model. And it's been seven years since she released, like, a new album. And this is the first time she actually wrote an original song, not only in English, but also in Italian, because she usually writes songs in French. Uh, I have to say it's a great album. What's it called? It's called Calabruni. It's an eponymous album as well. Okay. And uh, and it's out uh, this week as well. And Calabruni, she was very charming. Shall we have a listen? Absolutely. Quelque chose de tendre s'est levé Quelque chose qui nous hante, qui nous plaît C'est quelque chose qui nous creuse, qui nous fond Et qui nous va comme un gant Quelque chose nous dit que c'est perdu Que l'on va s'adorer sans issue Et que l'on va se croquer à mal dents Quelque chose obstinément Yeah, it's been seven years that I released an original album Because uh, I released another album But it was made out of covers So I didn't write the songs These are my songs and I wrote them, you know, that's one of my favorite part of the job is the writing part. So I missed it very much, Fernando. And talking about writing, I know, of course, you mostly write songs in French, but in this album, it's kind of a first. You, you wrote originally new tracks in English and Italian as well. Yes, I did. Um, what a surprise, really. You know, I love to sing in English and I love to sing in Italian because it's so different from French. And I thought I could never write in those language, but you know, I actually can. <laughs> well, and especially the Italian one, Voglio l'amore, you sang of your sister, that must be kind of extra special in a way. It is extra special. But um, even though I love my sister as a sister, I actually invited her as an artist, you know, more than a sister. Of course, we were confined together, so she heard the song over and over and over because I was writing and finishing the song when when we were in quarantine. But what I like about my sister is that she's a, she's a great actress and uh, that's what she keeps out, you know, in the song. She's really like acting the song. That's cool. And Carla, did you write most of the songs during this period of quarantine, lockdown? And if so, where did you spend? Of course, you're based in France. So where did you spend kind of this time writing the songs and kind of preparing this album to life? Yeah, yeah. We were lucky because we were in the south of France, but we were in the same house with my mother and uh, my sister and all the family. So we had, uh, we were very, very, a good number of us, you know, we were like 15. So, you know, I actually used the whole quarantine to finish my demos and I've, I had written maybe five songs before the quarantine and I finished nine songs during the quarantine. So I basically spent the quarantine working and uh, that was great because it was such a great help. 
And how's kind of life in France at the moment? You know, the album is out this week. And, you know, I'm sure for an artist, it can be frustrating. I'm sure you wanted to tour, to do things different. But, you know, we live in this kind of different world uh, in a way. So tell us about kind of this process uh, for you. Well, it's bad, you know. I mean, we're hoping to go on tour. So we pretend that we project each other into a world where the COVID the horrible COVID will be gone or they have a medicine or something and we can go on tour again because, you know, no one can work. You know, we're like, um, it's a catastrophe for the cultural people. We're all paralyzed. You know, there's no more live. There's no more theater. There's no more concert, no more festivals. So we basically, um, there's nothing to do but praying and hoping. Yeah, I mean, I totally get it. And even in Paris, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think even the bars, I think they have to be closed for, for a bit more as well. So that, that, that just removes a little bit of the magic of people. But of course, they're doing this for a reason. But it, it, is, it is a difficult time. It is a very difficult time, very much. And let's talk about some of the songs. I mean, I personally love Kelke shows. I mean, was that the first single as well? I mean, it's funny. We're just talking about how difficult the world is at the moment, but it's such an uplifting track. It is an uplifting track. I don't know. I didn't write. In, I mean, the you know, the quarantine uh, was not inspiring. It was great for the demos, but I didn't write about the quarantine, you know, because it was actually too late. I wrote, you know, the mood of the album was... Uh, a very um, special mood about love and desire and sensuality. And so I didn't, you know, I was not in a COVID mood at all. And then um, the COVID arrived. So the songs are like out of the, completely out of the, of the, you know, period. They're out of time somehow. <laughs> Well, I, I really don't mind that, actually, because we don't need more kind of depressing things. But And tell us about that you had a collaboration with uh, with Albin de la Simone for the album. And that's kind of a first for you as well. How was it to work with him? It was very nice. You know, I really like his way of playing music. And um, I really like his way of producing stuff. So it was a great time, even though we had to do the album very fast because we did the album only in six days. Um, and usually, you know, it takes like three or four weeks to record an album. But this time we did it in six days and it was um, such a rush. Well, and, and Carla, how funny that as soon, uh, even before we started the interview, we kind of, you knew more or less where my accent was from. I mean, because of course I'm, I'm from Brazil and you, you do have a connection with Brazil as well. Sorry, as, as a personal note, I'm very curious about that. I know you have a lot of fans there as well. So, you know, that's, that's quite a nice connection you have there. Yes, it is a connection. And um, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like Italian people and, and Brazilian people were sort of close to what each other's, you know, one another. And I really um, believe there's something in common with our language, you know, because uh, we have a very singing languages. And um, that's what I like about Brazilian. That's very much true. I mean, the similarity with languages. And Carla, you know, I also select music here for Monaco 24. We have an international playlist. 
But I always keep looking to France as well if kind of new art is coming up. I was wondering, what do Carla Bruni actually listen when you are at home, when you're kind of relaxing? Do you look out for new artists or do you have some iconic classic favorites when it comes to your music taste? No, um, I have very eclectic music taste and uh, I listen to everything, you know. So lately I haven't been listening much to many things because... Uh, I uh, I was doing so much promotion that I had no, um, you know, no, all the summer long, I was listening to classical music, a lot from Schubert and from Brahms. So I had a very classical, lovely summer. You know what I mean? Sometimes I listen to pop music. Sometimes, um, you know, it's a very different situation when I'm free from from an album, when I'm when I'm in a tour, then I listen to music all the time. But when I'm writing an album and when I release it, I'm sort of concentrating on my work. And uh, and then um, I spend sometimes one month without without listening to anything new. But um, but I miss it. And let's come back to the album very briefly as well. Uh, yes. I, I love the track I was telling Le Petit Guepard, and then and then I just realized every yeah. album you have there is a song about an animal, right? It is true. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it is true. I love animal songs. I just don't know why. I mean, I just don't know why. I like um, I like very much to talk about animals because you can tell another story. You know, there was a genius here in France. He was called Jean de La Fontaine. And uh, he was always using the animals to tell other stories, you know? So, you know, you have um, Le Corbeau et Le Renard, but it's actually talking about human beings. But, you know, it's disguise. Actually, animal songs are like disguise. And Le Petit Guépard is a song about, you know, about freedom and about something that we have that remains savage, you know, that we cannot put in a cage. And guepards are such stunning animals as well, right? Yeah, they're so beautiful. They're so fast. Elegant as well. Yeah. What about in that track, Les Garçons Tristes? Uh, you know, sorry, my French is rudimentary. Very good French. You're uh, very good French, Fernando. Oh, and very good accent. <laughs> merci, merci. Who is the Garçon Triste in that song? Well, the garçon triste would be, you know, my husband. But the, I wrote this song in Brazil. That's the funny part. Really? Amazing. You know, that's the funny part. And um, that's what I like about the song. You wrote, you, you, you were inspired in Brazil to write that song. Yeah, I was sitting next, you know, uh, I did a concert in Puerto Alegre. And then I was, we were having dinner with my husband. And I just don't know why. Um, something came, something arrived, and um, I felt like writing uh, Le Garçon Triste. And uh, I wrote it on my phone, you know, like in a, in a, in a sort of special, in the notes of my phone, because I had no paper, I was sitting at dinner. And uh, that's when I got the idea. 
Well, and again, that's also one of my favorite tracks. As I said, I really, really enjoyed the album. So, Carla, I'm so glad. Oh, and, and, and Carla, of course, just to, 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 to finish here the interview. So what's next in your plans? Of course, we discussed touring here. It is hard because of COVID. But do you think life will perhaps go back to normal in the coming months? Do you look forward to just go for a nice coffee around the city sometime soon or something like that? No, very much. You know, um, I'm optimistic. So I hope, I really hope they will find something for us to go back to life, you know, to go back to work. And I'm talking about the whole world, obviously. Yeah, I keep myself remaining optimistic. What about you? Yeah, I, I am optimistic. You know, I, I am going to see my family for Christmas in Brazil. I was waiting. It's just worrying times, you know, but, you know, I, I really kind of miss my family. But I, I am an optimistic as well. I hope, I'm sure we're going to find are, a solution. Where is your family? They're all in Sao Paulo. They're all in Sao Paulo. And, yeah, of course, it's hard to travel. For example, if you go to Brazil and you come back to the UK, you have to stay in your house for two weeks without leaving the house. Um, but Yeah, that's quarantine. It's impossible. Yeah, but to see the family it would be worth. Yeah, but they're all in Sao Paulo now. Do you go, so I hope you go next year sometime, sometimes. Oh, me too. I wish I could go. So, I mean, I'm, you know, it's been so long, you know. I haven't seen my father for such a long time. And uh, yes, I hope to. Oh, amazing. I Listen, hope very much. Carla, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I really, really like the album. Uh, and I'm sure our listeners will like it too as well. Uh, it's a really, really fantastic, fantastic work. Thank you so much for this interview, Fernando. It was a pleasure. Oh, merci. Muito obrigado. <laughs> C'est un garçon triste qui connaît bien l'attente. C'est un gosse oublié. Oui, c'est un garçon triste Et son cœur de brocante Apprendre ou à laisser Comme les garçons tristes Il invente, il résiste Pour se faire remarquer Monaco's Fernando Augusto Pacheco there talking to Carla Bruni. Carla Bruni's self-titled album Carla Bruni by Carla Bruni is out now. I urge you to listen to it and of course do keep an eye on the website for more great interviews from myself, Fernando from across the world of art and culture. I've been Augustin Machilari. This interview was edited by Nora Hole. Until next time, goodbye and thanks for listening.